0: This thing going one way or another. Just got to be able to talk to you guys, man, about this. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. My name is Law Nation. This is the Law Nation show. Pretty much, I uh, talk Cowboys. It's is a cowboy centric show. If you guys have yet to see me before, this is who I am. We back in the building. We in the house. We in the mix. We are all around this thing. And once inform- first and foremost, Cowboys Nation. Not everybody's lying about you. And my thing is, my whole point, my whole argument to this whole detail, I hope you guys are able to hear me. Shout out to Callaway, The Best Way, for jumping into the chat box. So you guys can hit me up on my YouTube page which is where I can see your comments and questionings, that sort of thing. Um, it's, it's one of those things, man, where we got to figure out a way. Now, yesterday, yesterday I did a show and, and we said, is it culture? or is it coaching problems and in the culture pr- aspect of everything shows that sometimes in life if you don't have that mean that aggressive that coach that can really push the push the needle on the thread and set and, and set things right the president then there'll be times like this because now, although this uh, situation that happened with DeMarquez White, I do know it happened a year ago, or what have you, in 2017, and now it's coming out to the forefront. Uh, of course, we the, the article says that pretty much so. It was a road rage. Uh, he felt that he was in, in danger of his life, so he pulled out a weapon, basically. That's, that's me paraphrasing. the The whole article will be posted in the link below once I finish this post. But the thing is, it's time for a change. We must have some type of threat out there. And Marquez White is my dark horse. I've been telling everybody for, for, for I guess, before this even season started, that Marquez White is the guy that I'm telling everybody that he has the range, he has the length, he has the size. He'll fit what Chris Richard is trying to implement in his system. But when you don't have the mindset and the fortitude to be able to just play out there on Sundays, when you have this type of stuff, I go back to saying that my grandfather always say, not everybody is lying on you. And it somehow, shout out to Brandon Newkirk too as well. Thank you for joining in. Hey, somehow, some way, they're gonna have to figure this thing out. Now, is he one of the guys that if we had old Jimmy Johnson, will he set the example for, it? would he be able to sit him down and say, Okay, we're gonna have to make you the sacrificial lamb? It's time for us to stop and and, and go over this whole thing. I love the Tyree Robinson. I love the guys that we can, the Cal Q's of the world, the Cam Kelly, the depth chart is sick and nasty. But for something like this to happen to someone, sometimes you have to be, there's casualties in war. There are casualties in war. And uh, let me know if you guys are able to hear me correctly and hear me loudly and this sort of thing, because uh, I don't see any feed on my other end. So I appreciate all you guys for tuning in to the show. Really do, man. Uh, let me see if I can pull this thing up. This is my first time going live on all Forms. i'm on also i'm on uh, facebook i'm seeing that everybody's seeing me live on facebook too as well i'm also live on phantom i'm also live on dallas prospect shout out to those channels too as well this is your brother from another mother no other i don't look like danny glover but i keep it cool for you guys you guys know this is law nation and we're gonna talk the real we're gonna spit the fire so everybody's saying i'm good so i don't have to go nowhere i don't have to check everything Garrett is too soft this is from y passive x Double L, you know, this is the thing with Jason Garrett. We all had that. We all seen families with strict fathers, right? And this is my best analogy that I can use in this aspect. We seen fathers with strict with strict rules, meaning that I said this yesterday on my podcast. This is what we need to have done. If your curfew is eleven o'clock, and you have one of those fathers who's got that strict. I'm talking about that absolutely strict attitude, right? Saying that you better be at home, come hell and high waters at 11 o'clock. I don't care what the excuses are. Guess what? When you have that strict father, you're going to be there at 1045 because you know for sure you don't want any chances of you showing up late. And I think collectively with this coaching staff and with the philosophy of Jason Garrett, even trickling down from Jerry Jones himself, I think that... The the overall consensus of this team is very lax. There's no strict punishment. Sometimes in life, when you got you out there and you're doing things wrong, when you have that strict father, you saying although the curfew is at is it at 11 o'clock, I'm gonna try to be my tail at home at 10, a whole hour to give myself cushion because I know that I don't want to face the ramifications. But you know what this coaching staff does and the philosophy of what trickles down from the top? Hey, pops, you know. We got that relaxed type of environment. They, they like, hey, Pops, you you know, um, I know it's 1101. I know it's 1115. But see, what had happened was the light turned red, and I was so happened to be behind the wheel, and I fell asleep, and that's the reason why I'm late. All this stuff got to stop, guys. We got to have a guy to hold everybody accountable. Well, like Chris Richard said, it's something about not just being accountable. But he then he said, I want dependability. I want my guys to be accountable and dependable because meaning that shout out to Vaj Lombardi that's in the mix too as well, man. Shout out to you. I see you, bro. He want want us to be accountable and dependable, meaning that I can lean on you. The chair that I'm sitting on right now, the chair, the reason why I'm able to sit down is because the chair have four legs and I can move this way and I can move that way without falling because this chair I have the accountability to know that this chair will hold me up so this chair is I'm depending on this chair to hold me up and that's why I'm able to sit down and talk to you guys but when you have a weak side of the chair if the four legs on this chair is not able to be steady it's not not able to be st- stable enough then I'm falling over everywhere and we can point the fingers. We can do this and do that. But at some point, like my grandfather said, not everybody's lying on you. And we are the Americans' team. We should have somewhere inside of us saying that, okay, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Of enough is enough. So this type of stuff, we cannot have excuses. We have to figure out a way to say, okay, this chair is broken. This chair only has three legs. And I cannot depend on this chair. So collectively, when I'm talking about the players that make the mistakes, that makes the bad decisions constantly or for, forever, the collective party of this team, whether it's DUI or whether it's I broke my foot. So I'm going to get in a three hundred and eighty five thousand dollar car and I'm going to try to raise somebody or I'm drunk and I'm going to get hit the side of the wall. And then I immediately uh, tell on somebody and say, well, it's not my fault. I wasn't driving, but the keys was in the car. You see what I'm saying? That type of stuff. It shows that we don't have that accountability and dependability within the coaching staff. It has to be, the buck have to stop somewhere. This is Texas song, Illegal, to open and carry gun. Uh, open carry, this is an open carry state. You can, you have the right to carry guns. You have the right to actually uh, carry uh, armed weapons here. You have the right to protect yourself. You have those rights within Texas, but I understand that. But at the end of the day I'm going to tell you this right here when follow when troubles find a way to follow your address not everybody is lying on you not everybody is telling saying that hey this guy is, is wrong but when you have trouble knocking at your door constantly consistently then there's a problem and I I, I raised the I raised this question here do the Dallas Cowboys do they have a cultural problem? Or do they have a coaching problem? Let me know down in the comments down below. Just let me know. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's thirty, there's 31 other teams out there, and I do know that we have some issues with the other 31. But why in the world are they always falling on my beloved Cowboys? Let me know why. Just because the chair has three legs doesn't mean you can't use it. This is from Shane. <laughs> You're right, but can you depend on that chair with three legs? Are you able to just flop around and jump on that chair with three legs? This coaching staff have three legs at this point. One can argue the fact and say, well hell this chair this chair may have two legs the way Jerry Jones uh, tried to uh, push everything around. So we, I'm just trying to use this old analogy as the um, just just put it like this. Let me just switch it on you a little bit. Let's say your car only had three tires. And you have a donut on one of them, a spare. Now, the operating uh, procedure of that car, you're not going to be able to use it at its max ability. Now, how ironic that the Dallas Cowboys, my beloved team, the team that I love, the silver and blue, this team right here. When you have this type of things happen over and over again, this is five years in a row. Now, I'm not even talking about the the kid that had the pulling out the weapons and having the assault charges at this point. I'm talking about this is five years in a row that a defensive player has been suspended. And I'm talking about David Irving, who I call Belly Irving. Although he had some off-the-field transgressions, we understand that. But still, collectively, five years in a row that we're not starting off with all four of our tires. We still have respire. And we got to play against the the Carolina Panthers. They coming up with full force. They don't have the suspension that we have. So you mean to tell me the first four games without David Irving, which I call him belly Irving because he's not in shape right now. We're not at full flesh. We're not at full strength. And when you have that type of situation that happened constantly and consistently over and over and over again, there's a culture problem. There's not enough scare tactics within this organization to have your butt. Like I said, if you have that strict father who says, okay, I want you to be at home at 11 o'clock. We coming in at home at 1125, 1115, 11. And we say, hey, pops, you know what? <laughs> it's not my fault. You know, it's everybody else's fault. At some point, we got to have somebody to be set as an example. Yeah. <laughs> it, and that's just what it is. Uh, shout out to him um, to uh, Cruzan. Who's at Cruzan26? What's up, Law and Vod? Va- shout out to you, man. Law stop you know it's Vaj Lombardi how can I stop I'm just telling the facts out here I'm telling the truth what everybody need to know this is the thing that what people have to know when you have a team and you're not full flesh you're not full game game loaded and ready to rock and you and you shooting yourself in the foot there's somehow to have to be an accountability aspect of this team you cannot be the Terrence Williams of the world you're supposed just let's let's move on to my guy, Terrence Williams. I love the brother. Shout out to you, T. Will. You guys know I love T. Will. The body catcher and all. You know, I love you, T. Will. But you already knew you broke your foot, right? And so you decided to get behind the wheel and drink and have a little libation. You see what I'm saying? And you decided... That you want to get behind that car and drive and not call Uber, Lyft or the NFL who can drop you off and take you wherever, wherever you need to go. You decided to do that knowing, knowing that you did had a, a, a subpar mediocre year last year, right? We do know you signed a $19 million cushion play, you know, payday. But still, at the end of the day, the Cowboys drafted two players. Michael Gallup, who's my pet cat on the offensive side. Hopefully, Michael Gallup don't have no other issues out there as far as the offense. Hopefully, he can just get out there and ball like he's supposed to. And then also, you have Cedric Wilson, who I say who's pretty much a guy that can, you can line up inside, he can do the vertical routes, and he have some quick, subtle speed. Don't have the short area quickness like a Michael Gallup, but he can't get the separation up the seam. And I'm telling you, the guy is nasty because he, he knows this game already because his father, he come from a good stock, a good pedigree, and I think that he's coming out ready to ball. So you see the writing on the wall, T-Will, and you get the DUI. You, you riding your bike and you hitting your face against the curve. But Cowboys Nation, we would say, hey, everybody deserve a mistake and everybody deserve a second chance. No, at some point he need to have a good stern lecture. <laughs> Somebody need to sit him down and talk to him and say, hey, within this organization, even if it's a peer amongst peers, even if it's a player, even if it's the Sean Lees of the world, even if it's one of the offensive guys that say, hey, man, we need your butt out there on the field. We, you supposed to be the leader of this locker room. you supposed to be the leader of this team coming out here as far as the wide receiver play. You have, you have the most seasoned time out here outside of Cole Beasley. Shout out to uh, Mr. Wright for making the donation to help grow the nation, man. Appreciate it. Keep him. Too many people out here trying to get rich. Yeah. Yeah. Too many people trying to get rich, man. And it is what it is. Hey, we got to figure out something. And uh, in this article, I'm going to move over to uh, this article. I thank everybody for still tuning in to The Nation, man. Appreciate you guys. Like I said, I'm on all platforms. Don't forget to subscribe to my uh, podcast, too, as well. I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere you name it and claim it. You pull up Law Nations, and you will see me in the mix. So uh, with that being said, yeah, let, let me pull up this article. And just scheme through it if I can find it on this day. <laughs> I'm a one-man crew right, t- right now today. So just bear with me. Uh, all right. So he got an opening statement. It's on 247sports.com, uh, NFL. I'm going to post the link down below. Um, he, he said that pretty much so the uh, the guy ran him off the road. I'm just paraphrasing. And he gave him some racial slurs. This is about uh, my guy Marquez White. And he uh, got up under his skin and um, and he pulled out his uh, weaponry and uh, he tried to defend himself. But like I said, when you have these issues consistently occurring within the Cowboys Nation, there there are an underlying problem altogether collectively. And uh, it's just what it is, guys, uh, check the link out, check out the page. You guys know how it goes. Shout out. Shout out. Let me see who else we got in here. Ricky Madison. Shout out to you too as well. Who else we got uh, in the mix? Shout out to Say Prime Time. Listen to, it. <laughs> Listen to it. Wi-Fi lit. Yeah. Man, I'm trying, man. Chris Shaw, man. What's up, man? My brother from another mother. Todd Bailey. What's going on? New something. would happen. Break before camp. Hey, Cowboys, Cowboys, if you guys like me, if you guys just like me, All we want to know is no news is good news. That's what we want to know. Because as soon as these news start popping around and showing around, we sitting there like, oh, man, we just feed the media. We feed the national media each and every time. Uh, And that's just how it goes, man. It's just always something that comes into the mix. And I don't even want to do this, man. Shout out to Jay Reese, man, who sent me the uh, link. And he said, law. Check this out, man. Check out this, man. Marquez White, your your dark horse is in, in the news, man. What's up, belly? What's going on? And that's facts. That's Vaj Lombardi, man. What's up, man? Um, White is safe. You know, this is from Ricky Madison. According, yeah, he is safe in a sense. Think about it, he's six foot two and a half, he had the length, the range, and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is collectively, at some point, this bad news, this bad dark cloud, whatever happened, whatever mirror that Jerry Jones done bust, whatever ladder that we didn't walked under, whatever black cat that ran across our stadium or ran across our face, we need to figure out how can we solve this? Because still at the end of the day too as well, we talk about this defense, we need to get this defense from eighth ranked overall, to top three, to top four. And the only way that can happen, if we bring all our dogs out here, the troops, everybody be ready to play. And that's the only way this thing can happen. T-Will having shown smarts both on and off the field. That's from Eric Payne. Shout out to you, man. Let me just see if I can pull this up so everybody can see y'all wonderful comments out there. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, let me see if I can move this thing around. Y'all see my little TV. It's it's tight ain't (laughs) It's a little 13-inch TV. You guys see it on the background, boy. Let me see if I can move it around for you. Yes. Yes. Let me see if you can see all that. Yeah. So now you guys can see the comment just a little bit. If you got to switch your eyes, you know, on my 13-inch TV. Uh, what else we got? Steve Scargo. Get over it. <laughs> I can't read that fast, man. I got to slow this thing around. I'm just learning this is my first time on this particular platform with the highlights and everything going. But shout out to everybody. This is the thing. These are the things that we need, we need to see down the line coming around through training camp. For one, we don't need to hear no more news like this. Number two, we need to figure out who's going to be the dog. Who's going to step it up? Who's going to be the hidden? Tell me. Is it going to be Cal Q? Is it going to be the Tyree Robinsons of the world? Even is going to be this Marquez White, although it happened two thousand and seventeen. Will he be the guy to step it up, or will it be the uh, the emergence of Xavier Woods? We know he's going to start, right? And and we already talked about uh, can Byron Jones be a shutdown? This is from Save Prime Time. <sighs> Give Byron Jones a chance. I think that uh, that he may can you know. Uh, what do you think? This is from, uh, I can't read your name that fast. My contact's already dried out. But he said, what do you think about uh, E.T. The, the Third, Earl, Earl Thomas? Earl, I call him Earl the Pearl Thomas coming to Dallas. Me, at this point, I'm really tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of the Earl Thomas talk. Either you're going to play for us or not. Either they're going to trade for you or they're not. Now, the waiting game is here. The way we can wait on this whole thing would be sit back, Wait for next season and say, okay, what, time, what kind of hometown discount you can join on for, you know, because that's the only thing that I can see with Earl Thomas, you know. But outside of that, hopefully the Seahawks see something that they can say, okay, we know that we're going to lose this player anyway. We already have camp chance of leaving out. Maybe if we can squeeze some draft picks, maybe that will supplement us in certain factors and we can get Earl Thomas on. And this is what I want to bring out. And I forgot the name of the person who gave me the insight information on this. He said, law, next time you go on air, talk about this. And he was saying that, and just comment down below. If Earl come, that doesn't mean that Jeff Heath doesn't play. So, So many people have the notion and the mindset to put If Earl Thomas comes, Jeff Heath is immediately not playing. No. Can you imagine? And then on top of that, Earl plays the free. And Jeff Heath, sometimes he plays the box safety. He comes down. He can hit. He got the hammer. And Jeff Heath is a 4-3-8 guy, so he's fast. So it doesn't mean that you're going to bench and not ever see Jeff Heath. To me personally, I love Jeff Heath as a rotational guy anyway. So, with that being said, if Earl the Pearl Thomas come out here and play for the Dallas Cowboys, the America's team, that silver and blue that's going to look so nice with that 2-9 on his jersey, if he come out here and play, then that would be a wonderful thing. That, that speaks volumes of what this team can do. Because I also added on my other podcast the other day, I said this right here. Law Nation said this. If you put Earl back there, we already marvel. We marvel at Sean Lee and his ability to cover out in space and put people in right places, right? And can you imagine now? You have an extra Sean Lee out there. That's what Earl Thomas can do for this team. And then we can only have one reservation. We can only have one reservation on this team from here on out, and that would be that defensive front. Think about this, Rob Marinellick, he can turn water into wine at times out there with that front four, with his orphans and things like that. But this front four, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, this front four is so finesse. They don't have a dog that's in the middle that can just take over two people. And I'm talking about that big, nasty nose tackle that can line up at zero and can demand a double team and push that pocket back. What we have is a finesse front four that people can come off the edge, set up the tackle and get sacks and this sort of thing. So we plan, look at the type of quarterback we plan for the first four, four weeks, right? We plan the Cam Newton, Cam, Oh, Cam. We want to be able to stop Cam. And the best thing to do is make that, that pocket where he can step up into uncomfortable. If you can make Cam Newton one, let me see what time I had at 514 you guys. Remind me when to get close to five 30, I got it. I got it run. But We want to make Cam Newton one-dimensional. You want to flush Cam Newton out. You want to get him skating. I do know that he's a running, to me personally, Cam Newton is like a college type of quarterback. Once he get his free range, once he get that momentum going, he Superman that thing, you don't want him to start playing with the lead. You want to rush him off his marker, and you want to be able to create the pressure and force Cam Newton to pass the ball fast. And the best way you can do that is Right, straight pressure up that middle, Billy D. Williams. We- <laughs> what is it? Sandman two one three. He called me Billy D. Harden. He called me Billy D. Williams, and now he called me Billy D. Harden. Amen. <laughs> hey, the refrigerator Perry junkyard dog. He just thinking. <laughs> you no, know, you know I'm eight years older than James Harden, so James Harden looks like law. You guys put that in the, out there into the atmosphere. Dallas fan. No more Tampa two. I, I still think that they're gonna run some versions of Tampa two with Chris Richard and um <clears throat> i think they're just going to do that you know it's it, it just just way it is uh this is from shane uh, he said law taco Casa, uh taco braino let's say uh let's let's think of a new name taco Saka, you know let's think of let, let's use that name somebody go trademark that name right quick taco Saka, you know that's going to be his name if he get out there and make some things happen dak run 52, uh, he said, Jeremiah X is dead on the money. I don't know what Jeremiah said. Vox got a new video. Shout out to Vox. Man, go check him out there from my guy, Say Prime Time. I'm reading the comment sections from uh, my YouTube page. To YouTube page, so you go out there and check. Uh, polo, polo, no Cali, no doubt. You know? <laughs> yeah, so let me get back to this defense and the first four uh, opponents that we play. You know, sometimes I get off topic, you know, just got to help a brother out. I'm a one man crew at this point Shout out to producer G, my guy, big game, James Silver and Blue Nation, Dallas Prospect, DDP You guys know who they are Vach Lombardi, Ari, shout out to you two as well Phantom, hey, we live like 95 You guys know how this thing go Y'all food around, let your brother from another mother get on this mix You know I'm going to bring the thunder when it's, And it's way, 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 way down from under You guys know it. And I'm not sitting on a chair with three legs I'm sitting on a chair with four legs <laughs> Yeah, so this is the thing <clears throat> With this front four, I already said they finesse, and I already said that you do not want to give the uh, Carolina Panthers momentum, because that's that's the style of the quarterback. The other thing that we further to realize too is that also the Carolina Panthers they they got Nove Turner, and if everybody knows Nove Turner, him and Jason Garrett, they know one another. I think Nob Turner coached Jason Garrett. So I think that Jason Garrett has not changed the playbook since 1990. So it's the same playbook. So there are going to be some times uh, that, that they may have a bead on what we are trying to do with this offense. But I did say this too as well. The thing that we can be looking back on and say, okay, bravo. There's no more Jason Whitten meaning that now you can run different personnel looks you can run the 10 personnel meaning that you have to run it back with maybe three tight ends or run four tight not three tight ends, three uh wide receivers and you can run out uh four wide receivers you can do that now uh with the new personnel that we have and then also the 20 per- <coughs> excuse me you got the 20 personnel too as well you can now run the 20 personnel Meaning that now you have two, four, you can have a fullback and a running back that's in the backfield, and you can spread the ball out too as well. So those are things that we can do now. We can do a lot of stuff. Shout out to Sandman two one three again. Hey man, it is what it is, brother. Uh, Cowboys nation for the thugging, thugging it out. Yeah, <laughs> we've been thugging it out. Now moving forward beyond the Panthers, let's just t- Let's dive into these Giants right quick, just right quick. The Giants, when we play them week two, the thing that they're going to try to do, they did they, they, they like, this. let me take a page out of the Cowboys' book and get Saquon Barkley and get Will Hernandez. They're going to try to be a run-first team. That's this what they're going to try to be. And uh, shout-out to Taco Saka, <laughs> my guy Taco Charlton. Uh, there's some clip out there where he was dominating Saquon Barkley back in college. Hopefully he can do the same thing on this next level. And I'm not calling Saquon Barkley the second coming of Ezekiel Elliott mixed with uh, Le'Veon Bell, but it is quite possible that you can still make Eli Manning one-dimensional if you shut down the run. Because if Sean Lee is out there, I've been saying this too as well on the last podcast, go check out the podcast down below. The link should be in the description box if you're on my YouTube page. I said this for too as well. When you have Sean Lee out there, there's a slim chance of a team getting 100 yards rushing because that guy is a brain. He's like the almanac of the of the off, what the offense trying to do. He knows where every route you trying to go, and he will shut it down. And did I mention Jalen Smith? Did I mention that he don't have that brace no more? Did I mention that Jalen Smith uh, should be flying out to the ball, and everybody gonna be saying LVE. LVE, who's, a, who's got range, who can cover out of the space too as well. So uh, it's going to look nice against the uh, Giants. But this, these are the things we must do. Once again, we cannot let Eli, 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 Eli get momentum. You got to figure out a way to jump out and get the lead early. And once you get the lead, you can figure out other ways to compress that that offense that they have and you can take Odell Beckham, I'm I'm sorry, Odell Beckham. I call Odell Odella. You can take him out of the mix. And then on top of that too as well, you can really make this team one-dimensional. It's OVA. It's over. You got ten minutes, Law. Appreciate it, Kevin Williams. You you already know I got to pick up the baby from the daycare, so I got to really I'm gonna squeeze out everything. I'll squeeze out everything. So, uh, Gladiator Sean Lee. This is from Warpath. Yes, he is the Gladiator. So what, Sean Lee? And if don't don't let us get Earl Thomas, cause the the ratings gonna be so wicked when you talk about the third game. To me personally, the third game of the season we play against the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a homecoming game for Chris Richard. This is going to be a welcoming game for Chris Richard. And it's going to be one of those things. Thank thank you, Chris Shaw, for that. Uh, That's going to be something that we're really going to be looking at. And how can you stop little Russell Wilson? You know, you see him dancing with his old lady, right? The way we're going to have to stop Russell Wilson, it's the same technique that you got to stop Cam Newton. You cannot let the little guy get comfortable in the pocket, although he does pass well when he roll out. But this is the thing. You got to knock him off the market and by us not being 100% because Belly Irvin is not out there because he didn't take the test. I digress. That, that kind of rhymes. But he doesn't neither here nor there. We got to figure out a way to stop this madness that can happen in the middle. And if we can figure out a way to get to Howard Ward and Brian Price, go look up their film session session, and check that out. I'm trying to talk fast because I'm trying to speed it up so I can get to the fourth game because these are the games without David Irvin. We got to figure out a way to create pressure and create the moment of time to collapse everything and actually have these guys throwing the ball quicker. We do know that Chris Richard said with his mindset that he want to have his guys up front up on the line, pressing, and he wants the quarterback to make the decision before they even try to pass. They're saying, that, okay, I got this Byron Jones who's quick, nasty, like quick, nasty, quick, physical, strong guy. You can only imagine what he did against tight ends. Can you imagine Byron Jones lined up against the opposition, the wide receivers, taking them out of the mix, playing that press? If you can get – Russell Wilson to be one-dimensional and not kill you with his legs and don't get the running ball, not get in the running game uh, together, then we can figure out a way to jump on his team. And then the fourth team, I'm going to ahead and move over to – I think we played – my mind is gone. I think we played the Lions. Uh, Charge it to my head, not my heart if we don't play the Lions. But I think that coming off the gate, I think that Matthew Stafford – He's gonna light us up like a Roman candle. That's just my guy. He he passes the ball so nasty and neat. it's just fantastic. Highland Park uh, hero. You guys know that Matthew Stafford he got a bone to pick, an axe to grind with the Cowboys. I think that that's gonna be the game that we're gonna have to get our run for the money. We we played first few teams with defense, but I think that this team right here, this Lions, this will be the sleeper game. This is gonna be the game that everybody gonna be like sitting at the edge of their seats. This this game everybody gonna want want to watch. But uh, yeah, Dallas fan, no more lining up ten yards and beyond. Yeah. Um, you forgot about Dayton Jones. This is from Darren Davis. Yeah, Dayton Jones has been a Cowboys killer. Uh, go back and watch my film session on him. Uh Dayton Jones, I think that him lining up at three is gonna be decent. I'm not gonna say that he's gonna be like that forced to be reckoned with. I just have to see him in a live game and see what he's going to do. Hey. It is what it is, man. Uh don't do as well in zone. Yeah, we never, we never did that well in zone, the Cowboys. Uh, shout out to you, man, for saying Law Nation stand up. Yeah, everybody, in Law Nation stand up. Connor Williams is a beast. This is from Jonathan Cook. The guy is beyond a beast. He's just medieval. Go check out Vaj Lombardi uh film session on uh, Connor Williams. Oh, score prediction. I like this. 21-23. That's from the uh from my guy say primetime. What's good? Um I, hey, I'm gonna give you guys I'm gonna sprinkle it in. The Lions score prediction is gonna be like 38-31. You guys pick who win. But this that's 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 how that Lions game gonna be. 38-31 is gonna be the scoreboard is gonna be lighting up. It's gonna be a real nice game. Uh, We have five pro bowlers on defensive side, Mm, Jordan Lewis, Chido Beowoozie, uh, Jalen Smith, uh, Sean Lee, Mm, I don't know, I don't know boy, I don't know, Wiggle Bells, my brother from another mother, no other man, Wiggle Bells with the black hands out there man, I see you bro, I see you, Cowboys 35, Lions 28, Jod H, yeah, that would be nice man, that would be nice. Damn, 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 damn. Knowledge AKA Vox, got a film on C Pancake Williams. Yes, send the man go man. It's funny, man, because he talked about how he put that nose down in the dirt man on this uh Connor Williams. Don't get a ticket law yeah i gotta run man you guys know uh, where to find me uh that's at laws nations on facebook at laws nations on youtube as well and at laws nation with the s on instagram shout out to my instagram followers you guys gotta beef that instagram follow up and also on i'm on uh, twitch uh, I'm live like 95 dare I got to beef that Twitch game up, too. Hopefully, I can, during the season, I can get out the Fortnite. And uh, I'm more of an adventurous gamer. Maybe I can get out Assassin's Creed. You know, one of those type of games down the line, you know. And shout out to Periscope, too, as well. It's Law Nation at Periscope. So, uh, check that out. And uh, that's all the time I have for today. I really thank you for yours. And remember, you guys are listening to nothing but the best. Salute. Let's jam out to this God of War type of 300 type of music. Let me if I can find it. Where I can find that music at? Where is that? There she go. Let's jam out to this thing right here. Let's jam out to it, man. I appreciate all y'all in the mix, man. You guys know. You know I'm ready. I'm proud. Salute. I know you tied your tie for real with Look at all, man. You gotta be my friend, you know?